Bad Batch is back, everybody. Yay! Today, here on Two Geeks, we begin with season three. So is Bad Batch bad? Is it good? We're going to find out today on Two Geeks and a Microphone. Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Two Geeks in a Microphone. I am your co-host, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with the one, the only, the most industrious, the most, I was going to say facial hair, but I'm not sure quite yet. Between the two of us, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in geekdom land. And no, I personally know some people have more facial hair than myself, so... (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes his son is watching us. So <laughs> that's funny. That's true. Uh, My oh, friend good. Kip has got almost the ZZ Top beard going. So you know. Wow. <laughs> oh. I remember when he had a short, short beard. That <laughs> yeah, was a I, long time ago. I also remember when he had it braided and stuff too. <laughs> wow. Uh, that was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, I did there. Yes, it was. <laughs> Speaking of galaxies far, far away, everybody, we are excited to talk about Bad Batch because first three episodes drop, and Mike and I have saved it for the podcast. So we have. Oh, I've got a headache. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm looking forward for his discussions, his thoughts on this because this should be quite interesting. um, On this, so anyway, with that, we're going to get rolling into our. geeky news portion of the show real quick all right let's do this okay i have one item for the geeky news i am actually pretty excited about this so uh screen rant was speaking with uh mark Wahlberg on the red carpet for his latest adventure movie which is called arthur the king that actually sounds kind of interesting too i might have to look that up I like Mark Wahlberg. He he does a lot of good stuff. Um, the actor revealed that his team has just reacquired the rights to the project uh, of a uh, $6 million man. Only it okay. will be $6 billion man. But we'll talk about that in just a moment. Um, <clears throat> uh, see, it says we've got the rights uh, again. We're looking, uh, we're looking at making that movie hopefully soon. Uh, again, ticking clock. Thank God it's an older guy who they feel like has some real life experience that makes it worth worth it for him to be uh, the subject of the experiment. Um, I think Mark is a probably a perfect stand in for Lee Majors. <laughs> uh, so uh, just a little background on the six million dollar man. The six million dollar man originally ran from a- in on ABC in 1973 to 1978. The classic series starred Lee Lee Majors as Steve Austin, uh, NASA uh, uh, excuse me, 
a NASA astronaut whose body is outfitted with a $6 million worth of bionic enhancements and replacements following a catastrophic crash. The enhancements give him... Yeah. Oh, no, no, wait, that. wait, wait, no, wait a minute. That's not too close to the horror movie one. Sorry about that. <laughs> but it made that, yeah, it kind of made that noise. You're right. Um, the enhancement gives him several powers, including super strength, super speed, and supervision. A spin- spinoff series titled The Bionic Woman ran from 1976 to 1978. And that starred, um, oh, shoot, who did it? Say? They Lindsay were married. Wagner. Yeah, thank Lindsay you, Wagner. Lindsay Wagner. They were married for a few years. Um, the six billion dollar man is a decade in the making to account for inflation the upcoming remake which by the way still is not as high as our uh, national debt by the way (laughs) (laughs) saying uh the upcoming remake will be titled the six billion dollar that's billion billion dollars with mark Wahlberg uh as steve austin set to receive the best enhancements the modern times have to offer him the project was first announced in 2014 with Peter Berg, lone survivor, uh, okay. set to direct and film. Uh, schedule and filming was scheduled to begin in 2015. However, the film suffered some setbacks when Berg departed the project, being replaced by Damien Sivron uh, to catch a killer in 2015. The production was set to begin in September of 2016 with a December, 2017 release date in December, 2017, the Weinstein uh, company sold the film rights to Warner brothers who announced a mid 2019 release. So as you can see, this keeps getting pushed back. Yeah. Um, Yuck. For the six billion dollar man for in April of 2018, unfortunately, uh, Zifron exited the project that May over creative differences. In October of 2018, the remake was re- removed from Warner Brothers' release calendar, throwing into doubt that the project might actually get off the ground. The last major update on the six billion dollar man came in April 2019 when Travis Knight of Bumblebee and Bill. DeCoin Ozark replaced Zephron as director and writer, respectively. However, it is unknown if the two are still attached to the project as of February of 2024. So hopefully that is good news that Mark says that uh, his company has gained the rights to it. Um, I think he'll be a fantastic leading man. I think he'll make a great Steve Austin. Um, and I, I just generally like Mark Wahlberg. Don't like his music, but I like his movies. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. Steven, oh. you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I muted because I had to blow my nose. Sorry. Oh. Six million dollar man was uh, three geeky dads said six million dollar man was based on the book called Cyborg. Nice, nice. Look at that. Artito. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, they're they're always on it. So yeah, I. <laughs> I was a fan of $6 million man back in the seventies. I remember talking about this uh, remake a couple years ago at work. Yeah. It, it kind of became a, a talking point at work for some of us old guys, some of us old geezers and the youngins are going, what's $6 million man. Right. <laughs> and of Did course, you have the I'm action like, figure do what I had the action figure. I, I think I had the action figure, man. That was so long ago. I, the action figure was cool. 
because you could like look through the, through the back of his head and look through his eye mm-hmm. and see the little bionic you know thing and all that stuff that was cool yeah and of course lee majors is in my favorite christmas movie one of my favorite christmas movies scrooged and is he in that yeah yeah uh briefly um he's in the the uh uh the night the reindeer died segment he shows up at Santa's workshop as Santa's workshop is getting invaded by the terrorists. And Santa goes, Lee Majors, the $6 million man. You've been a very good boy this year. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I love That's that. funny. That's a great scene. So, yep. um, yeah, I'm a fan of six, $6 million man. So I hope that $6 billion man gets, uh, off the ground and we get to see it here soon. So very cool. Very cool. I, uh, yeah. the last thing I saw Lee majors in was in the pilot episodes of, uh, human target, which is based upon a comic book series. Ah, cool. And I don't think I've ever heard of that. He has the, the story of, uh, uh, Christopher chance, but you find out that Lee majors character was the original Christopher chance. And it was the assassin, going good guy to help people putting himself in harm's way to protect others. Thus the human target. So basically he's playing the $6 million man <laughs> to a certain degree. Yes. <laughs> oh, through geeky dead said uh, Lee majors was Ash's dad in Ash versus the evil dead TV series. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Interesting factoid there. That's enough. I can't keep up with that. That there, them dad gum through geeky and all their, factoids as you put it now the question is is tito over there uh keyboard surfing and and getting all this information or is it brian no i bet you it's brian yeah <laughs> i bet it's brian's brian always on top yeah. i mean yeah yeah but but tito's supposed to be the one doing that so <laughs> of course our tito over here is supposed to be doing that but then again she doesn't know anything about the six million dollar man so <laughs> i didn't know what she said she says i don't know anything to look that up <laughs> you just look up Lee Majors. That's that's what you have to look up. Right on. All right. Any other news or anything? No, that's the only news I got. I do have some geek dart though. Let's do this. All right. Throw with the radar, sir. What's wrong with it? I've lost the bleeps, I've lost the sweeps, and I've lost the creeps. The what? The what? And the what? You know. The bleeps. The sweeps. And the creeps. <laughs> that's not all he's lost. Well, real quick, let me start because sure. mine's kind of connected. In in speaking of Lee Majors re reduxes, re you know, restarts or you know, kind of thing. A trailer I just watched a trailer last week because I love trailers. Ryan Gosling is in the new movie called The Fall Guy. So on my radar or geekdar is to watch The Fall Guy and Emily Blunt's in it, which is based upon Originally, the Lee Majors TV series, The Fall Guy. So uh, it should be interesting. It looks it looks pretty good. So were you a fan of the Fall Guy TV series? Oh yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, I never watched it actually. Yeah. Well, it was my pre-pubescent time frame because it was the girls in bikinis that I was hoping to see in every episode. Makes sense. Okay, I get it. Uh, Yeah, I also watched uh, 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 Miami Vice for the girls too. So (laughs) and the Ferrari. And the Ferrari <laughs> and Elvis, the alligator or crocodile or whatever. 
because uh, yeah, yeah, I was a big fan of Miami Vice growing up. Anyway, uh, I got a few things, so I'm gonna try and make this quick. Uh, the first thing was, and it actually came in last Saturday after we did the episode. Striper has put out, and if if you've listened to the show anytime, you know, for any time, you know, I'm a huge Striper fan. Got my Striper hat on today. Uh, Striper is a Christian heavy metal band from the 1980s who are still rocking hard today. And they just put out an acoustic CD. This is only available through their website and through their Patreon site. So um, it's a CD and a Blu-ray of them performing uh, some of their biggest hits um, acoustically in the uh, Spirit uh, Spirit House uh, studio, which they love to go to Spirit House. They've done plenty of videos from Spirit House. So check that out if you're into Christian metal or if cool. you're just into heavy 80s heavy metal in general. Um, second one is the great Ace Fraley, uh, the original guitarist from Kiss, the original Spaceman, the one and only Spaceman. I don't care what Tommy Thayer says, oh, he's just Fraley. a replacement. Yep, Ace uh, still rocking. He's like, I don't know, 70-something years old and still out there rocking and still touring and still making music. And this is his latest album, 10,000 Volts. Um, some people try to say this is the best since the 1978 solo kiss album. Yeah, it's not that great, but I mean, it's good. It's good. I like it. I'm not going to say it's the best since the 78 solo album because his Fraley's comment was probably better. And his trouble. Walking I remember that one better. I remember yeah. Fraley's comment. Yep. Fraley's comment was amazing and trouble walking is wow. That's yeah. It's hard to beat those. And I even like Spaceman that came out in 2019. So, but it's not a bad album. There's some really good tracks on this album. So if you're into the, the Spaceman, check out Ace Fraley 10,000 volts. All right. Last thing I got, this is probably the most important thing on my list. I did uh, show some pics uh, on Facebook this week. This week, I had the pleasure of going to see Billy D. Williams uh, promoting his new book. What have we here? <laughs> <laughs> and it is even autographed by the scoundrel himself. Very nice. There you go. So, um, so have you finished reading it yet? No, I've read chapter one. <laughs> but but it, it is really good. What I have read is really good. I, I, so far, I would highly recommend it. Although I, I'm a, I'm a fan of Billy D. Billy D. The Lando character I've always loved. He was so fun. Mm-hmm. Let's see what right. Tyler say. I don't even think I have a CD playing, but in my vehicle, <laughs> you, you, you can get you can get the Ace on on iTunes and all the other major streaming services. Now, Stripers, you can't though. That one's only on CD. I had to rip that. <laughs> I had to rip it with my PC, put it on Google Drive, go log on to Google Drive on my Mac, and then pull it over to iTunes. <laughs> it was quite the ordeal to get the Striper one. Um, but the Blu-ray is fantastic, by the way. Um, anyway, so yeah, I took... Um, hey, Megan, can you hand me that Lando action figure right there? Thank you. So I have a couple of um, customized Lando action figures mm -hmm. and I took one with me with the hopes of getting to meet him. Unfortunately, I didn't get to meet him. Uh, but <clears throat> so 
I have Lando and I custom made a cape, which by the way, Tyler was just commenting and Tyler printed these up for me. So I put uh, a Colt 45 sticker on it because if you know Billy D. Williams, you know he was the spokesman for Colt 45. It works every time. Right on. So I made custom action figures, and and uh, this one doesn't have it, but I have another one. And the one that I uh, had for Billy has a beer can actually in his hand that says Colt 5 on it, too. Wow, that's fun. That's but, fun. So I didn't get to meet him, but um, after after it was over, uh, Rennie Knott, he's a KSDK cha- News Channel 5 uh, St. Louis personality. He mm-hmm. got he got the pleasure of uh, interviewing um, Billy, which I like Rennie too, so that was cool. Um, so Rennie and Billy D were walking off the stage, and I got up to the stage and I went Rennie because <laughs> I figured if anyone would pay attention, Rennie would. And he turns around. I was like, can you come here? So he come over to me and I was like, can you give something to Mr. Williams for me? And I handed him the action figure. I had a nice little plastic case and everything. I have a stand for it for him. And I even had a two geeks mic and a microphone sticker in there too. <laughs> oh, fine. And, and I explained to Rennie what it was. And he says, you want me to give it to him? I said, yeah, it's a gift for him and just give it to him. And he's like, okay. Will do. And so somewhere, hopefully, uh, Billy D. Williams has a Colt 45 Lando a- action figure. Nice. Maybe someday we'll see it in a photo. Maybe he'll have it in his office and his bookcase or something to that extent. Here's a, oh. here's what three geeky dads said. Billy G., the OG Harvey Dent. Yes. Yes. That was even brought up too. That was brought up in, in some of the questions and stuff. And he said that he would have liked to have uh, got a shot at Harvey Dent. You can get a look at what Harvey Dent, uh, what Billy D's Harvey Dent or two face would have been um, in the 89 comic Batman uh, series that just came out last year uh, uh, with Michael Keaton as the Batman and, Billy D as to two face in, in that, that comic book. So you, you can kind of get an idea for it. You know, it's not him acting it, but you know, it's in his likeness and so on and so forth. Right on. Right on. All right. Well, that's my uh, geek car. Cool. One thing just to interject to real quick, everybody. Um, if you remember from a couple of weeks ago, we did the very cool episode of where we did our own AI story, star Wars story. That is on Kofi. The PDF version is on Kofi. That's for everybody. Um, so I'm very excited to have that out and stuff and love to get your thoughts on it. So you can comment in the, on our Kofi support page. Um, but anybody can go there. So it's not restricted uh, for anybody. What I am working on, it's taking a little bit of time, but I, I know I'm going to make this happen, is <laughs> I'm getting the audio book done. But I am having voices in it. Now, they're not going to be like just right out of Star Wars voice. I just can't do that. But I am, I've got a narrator. I'm picking out some voices for different characters that we have. It'll be a little different kind of a thing. But we, uh, I, I am going to have that. So we'll have it as an audio book. That will go out to all the, uh, that'll go out to all, anybody who's a supporter. So, uh, Ooh, I'm glad I'm a supporter because I want to listen to it. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so yeah, I, I had to, I had to up the, uh, I actually had to get a subscription to the, uh, our, to 11 labs is what I'm using for the voices, the AI voices okay. and stuff. So, so, cause I was like, Oh man, I'm running out of characters. I didn't finished the first chapter yet. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, I'm looking oh. forward to hearing it. This should be pretty quick. Pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, Maine has something. You oh, go for Maine. Line, though. I can't hear her through her mic. Yeah. You got me turned on. Yeah, you're turned on. Uh, you're the. It's plugged into the soundboard, so. Because I sound quiet to me too, and I'm right here. I hear you. Well, she's not coming through on. Huh. I don't know what's going on here. All right, you want to come over here? All right, she's gonna. We're gonna switch places. Okay. Do 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 do. We're waiting until they switch spaces. Let's see what how long it takes. Boop to get such a way aided. Hi. <laughs> Hey, okay, what you got? So, mine's not uh, Star Wars related, but, um, oh, you can't see it. Put your, put your hand behind it. Dad. Or I just give it to Dad. Okay, um, he's going to hold it up. Okay, I got it. Me being obsessed with Five Nights at Freddy's, um, oh, yeah. I got a more or less challenge coin, but it's mm. a token. It's like if they had their own, like, the arcade token. And it's a uh, Toy Freddy, and the back just says no cash value. With the Fazbear Entertainment. How big is I just that? I to show it off. Um, it's about the same size as Dad's uh, um, challenge coin from... Uh, That's huge. That's big. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. Dad's bounty hunter coin. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's pretty big. It's really thick, too. But yeah, that I just wanted cool. to show it. <laughs> Very cool. I'm glad you did. All right. Do, do, they are switching places, coming back to their normal seats. How long will it take for them? <laughs> they made it now, so let's begin. Okay. <laughs> We're in a tight space. <laughs> we have a small right. studio. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that works out. She's switching because Mike's spot is much more better. <laughs> uh, cheers. cheers. Mm. Uh, iced coffee's good this morning. I'm doing hot tea today. Mint, mint hot tea. All right. I should so, try new tea, but oh well. Er, er, er. All right, everybody. We ready? Let's do this. Right. Okay. Right, let's go into the main event. It's time for the main event. Star Wars is back in town, everybody. Star, Star Wars. Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Thank you for joining us for today's singing episode of Two Geeks and a Microphone. <laughs> uh, All right, Mike. I, I, everybody, Mike included. 
I need your help. Okay. I don't know how to rate this because I I just don't know. Okay. So All right. I, I'm excited for our conversation today. See how um, Mike feels about it and stuff. So I already know what we're we're using for scale. <clears throat> okay. What's we're, our scale? What's our the, scale today? The uh, the hounds. Uh, I don't remember what they're called though. Uh, the the hound that that Omega domesticates. <laughs> One of them. Them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she, she, yeah, she, what did you expect her to domesticate all of them? <laughs> what did you say, Megan? Lurka, L-U-R-C-A. I don't know. That I sounds don't know. about right. That sounds about right. Because mm-hmm. when I watched it, I watched it with the subtitles on. <laughs> we're just going to call it Hounds because I don't know what in the world. They hounds of the Baskervilles. There hounds you go. Of, hounds of Mantis. The Hounds okay. of Mantis. Okay. Sounds like Stephen and I might not see eye to eye on this episode but that's okay it's that's what these are for so well um I, i'll explain go ahead go ahead All no, right. that's I'm fine i'm just just I'm by your to... just by your initial reaction it it sounds like we may not see eye to eye but that, okay. again that's fine there's nothing wrong with that um so yeah uh we have not discussed this uh we, we try to quote unquote save it for the podcast uh, being one of our catchphrases. Um, so I watched it Wednesday night. I watched, rewatched it again Friday. I like to try and watch it twice if I can before the podcast so I can get a, a fresh look at it. Um, three episodes. They, they dropped the first three episodes of season, of season three. Um, yes. I'm actually excited at where it's going. Uh, Unfortunately, I think it's connecting to the sequel trilogy, but I think what Dave Filoni is doing is he's he's trying to do his best to give us an interesting story leading into the sequel trilogy to hopefully enhance that mess. Mm-hmm. I think Mandalorian. <laughs> I think Mandalorian as well. Well, yeah, yeah. I I think all mm-hmm. his projects are are doing that. He's he's doing his best. And then I think he's given us interesting stories in the meantime, you know, leading mm, up into that okay, okay. Messy, messy sequel that we have, unfortunately. Um, so my overall take on this was, uh, okay, so three episodes. The first episode was a little slow. Um, you know, it did feel groundhogish day. <laughs> Because you had a little bit of, okay, she gets up, she does this, she does this, she, you know, gets up and does this and does this. And, and in the meantime, we see that they are uh, taking blood from each one of the, the clones that are there at the, the Mount Tantus facility and uh, testing it. And that's the big question. What is going on here? Why are they testing their blood, you know, um, and, and including Omega? They were testing hers also. To me, that was the most intriguing thing about episode one. Um, Episode two, uh, that's when we start seeing, uh, that's when she starts domesticating, or well, they say domesticating the the hound and everything. She kind of befriends the hound and all that stuff, which I I like that. I thought it was kind of cool. And then three is the escape. Uh, her and and uh, Crosshair escaped the facility. And so, yes. 
Um, I liked having all three of these dropped at once and watching them almost as one whole episode. I think it yes. made it much more. Ah, cheers on that. I agree with you. Yes. Um, as far as a season opener, like I said, the first episode was a little slow, but I think it, it really ramped up after that. It was really cool seeing the emperor show up at the Tantiv, uh, or Mount Tantus, uh, 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 site. Um, it almost felt return of the Jedi, you know, uh, you can tell the emperor when he arrives, the emperor is coming here himself. Mm-hmm. We will double our efforts. <laughs> You're going to work twice as fast and get paid less. <laughs> yep. and, and twice as much as zero is zero. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I kind of had a, a return of the Jedi feel to that. I thought it was cool. I like that. Um, overall, I think I'd give this seven and a half of those hounds, whatever they are. Okay. Um, putting all three episodes together. I, I would okay. not rank each each episode as a seven and a half, but if you put them all three as one entire episode, I would give it a seven and a half because I, I think we okay. are leading into enhancements to, to the sequel trilogy, and I'm looking forward to seeing where exactly this goes. Okay. 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 Um, I don't know how to score it, to be open with you. That's my problem. Well, we score one to ten, so. Right. Right. <laughs> um, the, the opener, the opener, I was like, this is our first episode kind of a thing. Um, and I was like, well, okay. If you don't know what's going on. Like, if you haven't watched the other seasons, I'm like, there's no way. There's no way that you would know kind of what's happening and that kind of a thing. Uh, And I thought, well, okay. And, you know, sometimes they they did do a recap. Okay. They did do a recap. I watched the recap. I didn't Steven skip the recap. That kind of thing. So, which was fun. But it just didn't draw me in. And I'm thinking, where? It just, I was just like, oh, what's going on? Then the second episode came. I said, okay, we're world building. Give it a chance, Steven. It's a little different world building. Okay. Then we did the third one. I'm like, okay, they escaped. All of that could have been done in almost half the time. And I was just like, man. Well, I did say that episode one was kind of Groundhog Day-ish. Yeah. I I agree with that. episode, Episode one probably could have been shorter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could Sorry, have? this is this is your could have been, could have been. Yeah. Well, I think is yeah. I I am thankful that they did drop three episodes because if they just did that one, I'd been like, dude, I got other things to do with my time. <laughs> right. Uh, now here's the thing. So here's what's gonna. It, it, how many? Do we know how many episodes they're gonna be? I think for this season. I, think 18 because i think uh last two seasons had 18 so i'm, okay. I'm assuming 18 well i figured um, with the intro- and we're not going to go through every we're not going to do a uh uh after show for every episode we're going to do the same thing we did for season two so we we're, we're having our season opener now and mm-hmm. then we will do a mid-season review and you know review all the episodes up to the mid-season and then we'll come in at the end and do a, a finale uh Right so we'll do three 
three episodes for Bad Batch season three. Right. <laughs> oh, does it say 15? Okay. Maybe 15? maybe there was 15. Good. That means we're probably not going to get any more fillers kind of a thing. Um, I'm not, I'm not committing to that. <laughs> <laughs> we better not. Now, if you're with the introduction to the emperor, okay. They did say Operation Necromancer. They yeah. brought all that up. I'm like, okay, you know. You know, but see, what is there. what is Operation Necromancer? Uh, see, to me, that's intriguing. Uh, I'm I'm excited to find out what that is. <laughs> it's Star Killer. Just no, saying, I don't think it's Star Killer. <laughs> Joris Sevoth. Maybe, maybe I would be. Well, so, I'd be excited if it was either Star Killer or Joris Sevoth, but. We know that's not happening. That's true. That's not happening. I'm sure it's him. I'm sure it's the emperor well, yeah. trying to clone the emperor, and we'll get Snoke as a demented form of the emperor, kind of a thing. I don't know. Maybe we'll get something in between. Maybe it will be Joris Saboth, or maybe it will be Stark. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. So, anyway, I, everybody, I don't know how to score it because I want to be fair. And so I don't know how to score it because <laughs> I'm like, I know it's going to get better. It starts off. I'm just so used to the first episodes being a bang. That was my expectation. So I probably went in with too high expectations, you know, to go into it. So that's just kind of where I'm at. But if you really put me on it, I'd, I'd say a six, six hounds of Mount Tentus. Then, uh, okay. Uh, that would, that would be. That would be my score. I, I wanted more. Uh, um, but I get where they're going. I understand they're trying to get everybody back together. And it's really, because it, it really, it did, season two did have a star, the Star Wars Empire Strikes Back feel to it. Everyone was kind of scattered, kind of a thing. And then they were all well, getting back together in Return of the Jedi. They were there to okay. save Leia and Luke. I mean, uh, Luke was there to save Leia and Han and, and you know, Lando was there. Why hello there? Kind of a thing. So sorry, I was looking for uh synopsis for each episode. Oh yeah. So everybody, if you haven't uh, if you're thinking about watching it, if you've watched the other seasons, I think it's important that you do watch season three to give you closure to the stories and that kind of a thing. So because I do want to see how these turn out. Hey, I'd like to hear if everybody, while well, you're getting the synopsis, anybody think that uh, Tech's coming back? Is Tech coming back, everybody? I, I think he is. I think he is. There was no body. No body means no death. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and I don't care that it is a cartoon. I mean, we've seen, we've seen deaths in the Clone Wars before. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I still think no body, no death. That's, that's okay. my belief. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> so, so I was looking for uh, uh, synopsis for each of the episodes, and it's funny. The uh, first episode is called "Confined," um, and and I'm on IMDb, right? And right here on ID IMDb, it says user review, and the first one says boring. <laughs> <laughs> So, so apparently somebody agreed with you, Stephen. <laughs> um, I have to say, I like that review much that was, more that better. Was, <laughs> boring. I should have saw that. 
<laughs> I'll cheer to it. I don't totally agree with it, but I'll cheer to it anyway. Um, let's see where I don't know where they put their synopsis at. My gosh, I thought I thought IMDb. Let's go to Wikipedia. Maybe Wikipedia. Sorry, I should have had this ready. Where's our Tito? Uh, <laughs> he's sitting over there. Of course, we can't hear her for some reason. <laughs> I know. I don't know what's going on this morning. Uh, uh, okay, so I'm on Wikipedia. Do we think Crosshair's going to return to the team? I mean, he's with the girl, but do we think she's going to? that he's going to be good or is he going to turn him in or no, I think cross because uh, the empire's done with him. Yeah. I, I fully believe that uh, he, he, he will be back on the team. He's not going to be happy about it or well, or at least he's going to pretend not to be happy. About is, he it. Ever, is he ever not happy? Oh yeah. Totally is he ever happy? It, right. I, I agree. Is he ever happy? No, he's never happy. Um, I do like how they introduced the whole hand trimmer for him. That character oh, yeah, development yeah. side, I was like, oh, he's got hand trimmers, so he's not as cross hairy to the mark, ace marksman. Okay. I can't get to, what the heck? I don't know what's going on at this point. Okay, I can't find the synopsis. All right, so let's just kind of break this down by memory a little bit. Is it synopsis or synopsini? Synopsis, synopsini. <laughs> I don't know. I'm making that up. I don't know. <laughs> let's see. Yeah. If, if, if a uh um yeah I, I forget where i was going with that anyway anyway um no that's a that's a that's a good thing to bring up though is the fact that crosshair has a tremor and what do you think's causing the tremor i don't know i think I it's the, just uh i i think it's uh, whatever they're doing to each of these clones cuz they're running all these experiments on them and oh, uh, okay. So at the end, when when she, okay, so you had uh, what's his face, Hemlock. Hemlock's going. He's he's trying to destroy both uh, 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 Crosshair and and Amiga because they escaped. And she's like, "No, you don't want to do that because we actually got a match." And. And it worked. And he thought it's a match. her 23 and me came back and she's a match. <laughs> yeah. She's a match to every one of the other clones. Anyway, <laughs> no, that's not, that's not what I mean though, because they're doing this experiment. And I, I think it has to do with the whole cloning the emperor, which leads into Agreed. this project necromancer. Um, and cause they said something about, uh, Bonding with the M count. And the M count is obviously midichlorian count. Do you think they're saying M count because they don't want to say midichlorians? That's a good question. I would concur. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but yes. Hey, I've got some synopsis, by the way, too. By the, oh, you did know. you find them? Good. Go for it. Yeah. Go, All right. Go for it. All right. Here we go. Season three, episode one, Confined. Um, says following her capture, Omega becomes part of the Imperial cloning division against her will. One of her tasks consists of taking blood samples of clones alongside Emery Carr. However, 
Omega becomes suspicious when Emery also takes Omega's blood, only for Nalase to discard the sample in secret. Dun, dun, dun. She also evades the guards to speak with fellow Bad Batch member Crosshair, who vainly attempts to discourage Omega from escaping Mount Tantus and befriends a Lurka hound named Batcher. When the Imperials decide to euthanize Batcher, Omega frees the hound, which escapes into the jungles of Wayland. Dr. Hemlock warns Omega that further defiance will result in consequences for Crosshair. I love how they call him Dr. Hemlock. That's so funny. Hemlock's a poison that, was it Socrates took? Socrates killed him. There's a famous painting of him taking the hemlock, killing himself. Well, you know, Filoni has a, he has a meaning behind everything. Yeah, I guess he does. Filoni has, you know, and, and I think he's well-versed in, in a lot yes. of different uh, things like that. So yeah. that doesn't yeah. surprise me. That doesn't surprise me a bit. Yeah. So just for the record, we took 25 minutes of a TV show to tell us, Hey, here's where we're at. We're taking blood samples. We befriended a dog. Okay, moving on. <laughs> and we still got more out of it than we did an entire season of uh, um, what, what, what was uh, the Rogue One? Yeah, television series. Andor. Yeah, yeah. We still got more information than we did in Andor. Sorry. You know, just to just to digress for a second, my favorite part in Andor when when he did the speech. Um, there was the speech scene near like yeah. the second to last episode or something like that. And I'm like, that speech was great. It was written well, you know, talking about sacrifice and stuff like that, but still a TV series. It did not make. I'm I just, agree. It was I just, agree. Yeah. And then okay. Andy circus was great in it. But other than that, yeah you know that's true he was good in that that whole the prison sequence mm-hmm. and stuff i yeah. love the prison sequence that was great i that agree was good stuff there that was good stuff yeah prison so i'm not saying everything was bad in andor i'm just saying most of it i slept there because i was bored yeah. in tears yeah there was more action and story in the prison break stuff because you knew what they were trying to do you're you know you knew that that was coming yeah yep 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 all right. Uh, so season three, episode two, Paths Unknown. After gaining intel from the Durand crime family, Hunter and Wrecker travel to an abandoned Imperial cloning facility Hemlock was in charge of. The pair runs into Max. Or is it Max or is it Mox? Mox, Zeke, Mox, Mox. Mox, Zeke, and Stake. Stop. And, and Mox, by the way, is voiced by Daniel Logan, who who voiced young Boba Fett in episode two. That's pretty so, cool. So it's cool that Daniel Logan is still playing his own part. <laughs> right? That is great. Uh, so there were clone cadets that were held prisoner by Hemlock before managing to escape as the Empire destroyed the facility. Zeke helps Hunter and Wrecker enter the facility while evading Slither Vines, an Imperial experiment gone awry. Meanwhile, uh, Mox and Stack manage to find the Marauder. While Zeke is gathering intel, the trio are attacked by the Slither Vines, which are revealed to be the tentacles of a huge monster. Mox and Stack are able to extract the three before defending the creature with explosives. Hunter then promises to take care, take the cadets to Pabu. He never said Pabu, but you knew that's what he was talking about. 
Yeah, yeah. He was taking him to that island. Um, yeah. That we we uh, learned about last season and mm-hmm. everything. Um, I'm sure that the cadets are going to have uh, a role to play later in in the series and the season. Um, I'm sure that they're, right. you know, they drop them off, and then somewhere later in the season, after they've gotten uh, both uh, Omega and Crosshair, they're going to go back to the island, and then we're going to see the the uh, the three cadets. And my guess is they will get some more training from from Clone Force ninety nine. And then uh, by the season finale, they'll probably be fighting with them. Is, is those are my predictions anyway? I mean, there's no point in, in in introducing these cadets if you're not going to do something with them, or you it, just suck at your storytelling. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, this is but Dave Filoni, dude. It's this Dave is Dave Filoni. I no, no, I no, I'm not. I, I'm, not I'm not going to. This is not like Ruin Johnson. Okay. <laughs> Right on. If this was Ruin Johnson, I would I would 100% agree with you. <laughs> All right. Shadow, Shadows of Tantus, episode three. Emperor Palpatine travels to Mount Tantus to learn about the progress of Project Necromancer. I love the name. Yeah. After Emery takes a, a sample of Omega's blood, Nalish say warns Omega that she is in danger and urges her to escape using a data pad with access to the facility and its shuttles. Omega frees crosshair. And upon learning that all shuttles are grounded because of Palpatine's visit, they escape through the Lurka kennel shoots to find a crashed shuttle. Emery attempts to stop them, but is stunned by crosshair inadvertently triggering an alarm. After neutralizing a search team, Crosshair and Omega, joined by Batcher, steal their shuttle but end up being pursued. However, after learning from Emery that the M account required for Project Necromancer can be replicated with Omega's blood, Hemlock calls off the pursuit because they need Omega alive. (laughs) And as the Emperor says, you have the Empire's full uh, uh, support behind you. Yeah, so he has everything that the Empire has at his fingertips, um, which I thought was funny because he he even says that he's like, "I have the the full support of the Empire behind me." Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. So here are the next releases. Episodes four is called a different approach. Um, then the next week is episode five, which is called the return. Then on March thirteenth, there's two episodes dropping. One's called Infiltration, and the other one's called Extraction. Um, then a, episode eight is bad territory. Episode nine, the harbinger, um, episode 10 and 11 drop April 3rd. So there's two episodes. One's called identity crisis. And the other one's called point of no return. Pass the point of no return. Sorry. And then, um, episode 12 is juggernaut. Episode 13 is into the breach. Episode 14, Flash Strike. And then the last episode, The Cavalry Has Arrived, is May 1st. I'm starting to, wa- I'm starting to wonder if, the, if uh, Filoni is a Judas Priest fan by any chance. Necromancer is a Judas Priest song. Juggernaut is a Judas Priest album. <laughs> I, wonder if he's, I wonder if he's a Judas Priest fan. <laughs> Maybe. I can appreciate that. I'm a big Priest that's- fan, so that's cool. Um, 
I want to know if Emery, I want to know if she's going to switch sides. That's, that's, that's a question on my mind. Do you think she'll switch mm, sides? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I see where you're getting that. And I like it. I mean, cause the way he, she was being treated kind of uh-huh. a thing. And she's like, you know, um, there's that possibility, you know, she did give Omega back her little doll thing. Right. And um, she did tell Omega. Well, I don't know if she was just telling Omega or if she was saying it both to Omega and Crosshair. But if you, if you come with me, we can forget all this, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so she was kind of giving Omega a second chance. Now, granted, I, you know, I, I know that's all in, in support of the empire as far as she's concerned at this moment. But I just wonder if there's something in there that she's like, look, I, I don't want to, I don't want to destroy my sister, you know? Uh, so I kind of think Emery might at some point switch sides. Okay. And now right. everybody say is, heard it here first. Yeah. And now say as good as dead. She's, she's, she's gone. Hey, she's gone. Angie's here. Hi, Angie. Geek girls podcast. Hi, Angie. So, oh yeah, we should probably mention that. So, uh, geek girls, Megan and Angie, Angie and Megan, uh, they're starting up a podcast here in a couple of weeks, I think. Um, Whoa. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, she's been making announcements on Facebook. So check that out. Um, March, 8th. March 8th. Gotcha. Yeah. Two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. It was supposed to be March 1st, but we had something else come up. So um, don't want to talk about it. It'll kind of bring down the podcast. But anyway, uh, so uh she says she's excited for y'all to join me too. <laughs> right. We're doing a D&D episode, right? Mm-hmm. When is that? <laughs> anyway. Um <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to discuss that later. <laughs> You're right on. It'll be good. So so yeah, my my thought is at some point Emery is going to switch sides. Uh, that's just what I think. Um and I do believe that Cross Crosshair will be fully back on the team as far as you know joining the Bad Batch again, and um, he, you know he's going to be reluctant, but he has nowhere else to go because the Empire is not going to accept him anymore. He's done as far as the Empire goes, um, so he has nowhere else to go. And I think the only place he knows that he can be accepted is the Bad Batch. So he'll be with Clone Force 99. Um, I also predict that uh, uh, Tech is not dead. I believe that we will see Tech again. Excuse me. Probably not till the second half of the season, though. That That's my guess. Okay. Don't die on us, dude. I know, right? <laughs> Especially on the air. That wouldn't be good. Right. Uh, Might be good for our ratings, but. <laughs> I know. Somebody said he was going to kidnap me off the podcast one time, coming to mask and kidnap me off of it. I said, no, nah, because then they'll call 911. Then I'll get swatted. Then you can see SWAT getting swatted on the. Yeah. Who's going to, who's going to kidnap me? I got a friend oh, here. 
Oh, <laughs> you got a friend that's going to kidnap you, huh? Right out yeah. the podcast. Uh, yeah, well, it's pretty funny. Tell him to do it at the end of the show because then I got to do everything. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be fine. I don't. I don't want to do the whole show by myself. So <laughs> you do, you do fine. Well, when you have other guests and stuff, you do great. Right. No, I wouldn't have another guest. Speaking of which, you want to talk about next week? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Next week, um, Stephen will not be here. Stephen's going to be on a trip. So speaking Um, of me me taking the heavy load. (laughs) Right. Um, And Theron will be joining me. And we are going to be discussing part one of DC's Crisis on Infinite Earths, the new... uh, animated movie that just dropped i think it was in november it dropped of last year um but it is part one of three parts did part two come out i think not yet uh the trailer just dropped for it i haven't watched the trailer oh that's probably what i saw um but yeah i don't want to say too much because because you know save it for the podcast and uh but theron's excited to come back and discuss some crisis with me and like I said last week, they are re-releasing the original Crisis series and facsimile issues uh, this year. So I'm looking forward to collecting those too. And we'll kind of we'll kind of compare the original Crisis with the new uh, animated version a little bit because I don't remember a lot from it. There's certain things that were major major things that I remember, like the death of Flash and the death of Supergirl and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. but we'll have a look back at some of that stuff and kind of compare it anyway. So, yeah, it's got That's a next. great cast. Uh, I, the only thing I had an issue with is I had to get over cause they got a new style of animation and it looks a little weird compared to what it has in the past. But other than that, yeah, it's 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 good. Um, I don't want to say too much more than that. <laughs> okay. I don't want to give a number on it or anything because <laughs> I'll do that next week. So, <clears throat> and I'll have to rewatch it this week too. <laughs> anyway, but we are talking Bad Batch. So, so yeah, my my major prediction so far for season three is one Tech will come back, and I think he'll come back in the sec- second half half of the season. Two. Um, Crosshair will officially be back with Clone Force 99. And three, I think Emery at some point will switch sides. And four, Nalase is good as dead. <laughs> okay. I think I think Nalase being good as dead was uh, pretty evident in these episodes. From the very beginning, right? Right. And I, I think Nalase knew that was coming. Yeah. Because, um, you know, the whole time she kept trying to destroy uh, Omega's uh, samples, blood samples. Yeah. So she, she wouldn't get discovered. Um, Cause she knew. Oh, so, so well, she has an in count. If it's a midichlorian count, what do you think that means? Well, okay. From what I understood, it's like the blood is bonding with the M count. So, uh, from what we had learned from the sequel trilogy, God, I hate bringing that up. <laughs> Um, from what we had learned from the sequel trilogy, the clones that uh, most of the clones that the emperor tried to create, they could not uh, 
clone the M count, the, the midichlorian count. Um, I still think it's funny they say M count because they just don't want to say midichlorian. Um, but let's face it, that's what the M count is. It's midichlorian count. Anyway, uh, so I think the whole point of this is they're trying to get that one perfect clone. And I don't think they ever do because what we get in right. uh, Rise, of, uh, Rise of Skywalker, he's still a clone and he's still, you know, not a perfect clone. He's, you know, so I don't think abomination in natural. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, oh my gosh the emperor sounded great he he sounded fantastic yeah and i love seeing those two red royal guards flanking him uh, oh man yeah it's those are some of my favorite scenes in star wars <laughs> mm-hmm. emperor and the emperor royal guards i just i just love that imagery it's fantastic imagery oh that was something i wanted to mention so uh uh, she breaks crosshair out, which was great. I, I love the scene where, <laughs> where, where she's like, buy me some time. And he's like, oh, great. Okay, fine. I'll buy you some time. And he calls the trooper over there and he, and he starts giving the trooper commands. And the trooper's like, this clone thinks that he outranks me. <laughs> and he goes, because I do. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. I loved that. I loved it. Yeah, lousy yep. stormtrooper. <laughs> you think you can beat cl- uh, Crosshair even with his tremor hand? <laughs> he still mm-hmm. whipped your butt. I loved it. Yeah, that was fantastic. But it was hilarious because they're they're going through the uh, uh, like the Imperial uh, uh, I don't know docket or whatever, and they find out that th- that's when they find out the Emperor is there. And 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 uh, Omega says, "Well, we'll just have to see steal the Emperor's shuttle." Yeah, <laughs> yeah way to think big there, Omega. <laughs> right? If there's one shuttle that you, I don't think you could steal. That's it. <laughs> You're not stealing the Emperor's shuttle. <laughs> and Crosshair's like, "Yeah, we're gonna have to find something else." So. Yeah, that was hilarious. Hey, Angie's here. (laughs) Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. I just wanted to pop in and say hello. (laughs) No, I missed you guys, and I'm officially (laughs) back in the United States of America. (laughs) Are you back? Okay. Welcome home. Welcome home. World traveler. I didn't expect you to pop me on here, but I just wanted to say hi. (laughs) Oh, good. I just looked down, and I was like, hey, Angie's in here. All right. Well, you might as well uh, uh, plug your your show since you're on. Yeah, yeah, of course. So um, basically, Meg and I have decided to start our own podcast, and it's going to be called Geek Girls Podcast. And it's all geeky stuff, but basically it's from things from both of our childhood. So I grew up in the 90s. I was an 80s baby. She grew up in the 2000s. And so we're going to be talking about various things like Nickelodeon, you know, old Cartoon Network stuff. We're going to be talking about board games, um, D&D, because, you know, obviously. (laughs) Um, the The reason I laugh. Uh, my, my niece, Dallas, I remember one time she was staying with us 
and mm -hmm. and we said something about playing games and she's like what kind of games and we're like board games and she goes oh you know why they call them board games because they're boring <laughs> that's so funny that's uh, funny well i'm a very advanced board gamer so i'm i'm like there's two things that I probably geek out more than anything in the entire world, and that is board games or any type of tabletop games and D and D. <laughs> so yeah, but our very first, um, our very first episode is going to be. It's going to start being on Fridays, and our very first one is actually going to be on March eighth. So, all right, awesome. Yeah, so I'm excited, and I know there's uh, a couple episodes I'm going to have you guys in for. Um, since you're the Star Wars gurus. He is. He he is. There, there I'm pointing correctly. He is. <laughs> we're gonna uh for um, you know, May the fourth and things like that, we're gonna have uh have you guys on. And so it's gonna we have a lot of really awesome things playing. So I'm excited. You know, there's two new board games I saw that I'd like to get. Yeah. Um, one is the Batman Who Laughs. Oh, so it, it's based on the new on the the Batman Who Laughs uh, mm -hmm. comic series, which I love yeah. that that series. It was yeah. great. Um, and then there is a Halloween, you know, Ooh, Michael Myers that. Halloween. And it looks nice. the Halloween one looks like it's kind of a take on Clue on, on the Clue. Oh, OK, game. yeah. The so, funny story. Michael it was Myers in London, in right? Kitchen with the rope. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So funny story, I was in London, right? And I was looking for games that I could buy, which I had bought way too much stuff, so I couldn't <laughs> bring it over. So I'm going to actually have the uh, the store um, ship me because um, they didn't have any in at the time. So I'm going to have them ship me some board games. <laughs> she but shipped her game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, one of them is actually a, I don't know if you guys have heard of the um, One Night Werewolf game where it's um i have heard of the werewolf yeah game. so it's kind of like a i'm trying to think what the old school game was called um like villagers or something i can't think of the name of it mafia yeah mafia so um so most people remember the game mafia where like everybody has a role and then like you know the mafia people are trying to win and the villagers are trying to win that kind of thing so that's how werewolf is but it has like a horror spin on it but it's also where you roll dice and like it's it's like this really cool thing that i have never seen over here so she's going to be shipping me some some games so i'm like really Very excited cool. to play test those but yeah so i'm i'm super excited for this new venture as you guys both know um you inspired me and caused me to want to get into the podcast world. And after talking with Meg, I was like, you want to do it with me? Like, this will be really fun. And so mm -hmm. we're going to get our get our feet wet in the uh, podcast world. <laughs> It'll be fun. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. <clears throat> yep. That should be fun. All right. Cool. Um, did you watch Bad Batch by any chance? I haven't watched hardly anything since I've been busy on missions, and then I had like two weeks. Oh, well, look, Stevens. What is that? Stevens got a new pup. This is Heidi. So cute. She's a cavapoo. She's seventeen weeks, and she's been bad That's this cute. morning. Go uh oh. Morning. <laughs> but yeah, I have a lot of catching up to do on shows and all the things because I just was like, you know what, I'm. 
I'm freshly coming off of mission mode. And so I'm like, I'll watch it all when I get home. (laughs) Cool. All right. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I think this wraps up our show. Uh, So overall, um, I, I enjoyed the first three uh, episodes. Like I said, uh, what did I give it a seven and a half, seven and a half. Um, I, I think overall they were, they were decent episodes and I, I think it's going to be like the board games. Do I, they were like the board games. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I disagree. I disagree. Oh, come on. The, the episode with the cadets, that wasn't boring at all. <laughs> the most exciting thing that happened is they had a sarlacc that came out of the ground and they blew it up. It I, I'll admit that did look like a sarlacc. That looked just like a sarlacc. It was like, yeah, you probably could have been. It's a sarlacc in the jungle versus a sarlacc in the desert. Okay, true. <laughs> but it was slither cool. vines. Whatever. Mount Tannis felt like uh, Jurassic Park a lot. <laughs> oh that's what we should do we should add the jurassic park theme music as they're flying into funny. mount Tantus. that would have been awesome <laughs> have, have a t-rex roar as they come in too that would be fantastic <laughs> all right well obviously steven was not on board with these episodes it was all right is all right, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's just the introduction to get things going, and I think they'll get it better, kind of thing. <laughs> uh, you don't sound too confident, but we'll see. <laughs> right, we'll it is see. Dave Filoni, man. Dave Filoni. I know that's why I was. And Dave, we trust. And Dave, okay. we trust. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, did you like season two? I forgot what happened in season two. <laughs> Other than the fact that we had a lot of the the uh we lost tech, okay? I'm still dealing with the trauma of seeing them fly off and go into the clouds. I thought and crosshair was your favorite. He's gonna go into therapy and be like, see, it'll start it like this. <laughs> right. Listen, they all no. look alike. I get confused on who's who. <laughs> no, they don't look alike though. They not, don't not, I'm not being, clo- I'm being close force ninety-nine. Right. Like, all the others look all alike. <laughs> That was that's, so wrong. <laughs> that's the yeah, I know, I know. I was thinking that too. <laughs> anyway, uh, in I'm fact, really the, you guys, in fact, the, <laughs> the cadets even point out the fact that they don't look like them. They're like, oh, they knew right away. Oh, you guys are the rejects. 99s. Yeah, you guys are the 99s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're the ones that are still out there and doing things. You guys are stuck on a <laughs> on a planet full of mines. So what does right. that say? <laughs> <laughs> yep that says that clone force 99 is awesome <laughs> and you guys suck <laughs> right because you're just regs regs you're just regs you're just regs all right everybody well with that check us out at www.2geeksmike.com that would be the number two g-e-e-k-s-m-i-c.com and from there you can go to all things two geeks hey by the way, everybody, don't forget, go check our Kofi page at ko-fi.com slash two geeks. There you will find the 37-page story that we developed and created uh, with the help of AI. We gave it the parameters. We gave it the chapter beats. We gave it the outlines. Um, we went through and 
talk through what we wanted happening and had AI help us write our story. What if Qui-Gon Jinn did not die <clears throat> and what would happen? It is actually not bad. It's fun. Yep, it's just really fun. Good. Fun fan fiction and stuff. So, is it now, better than the first three episodes of uh, Clone or uh, Bad Batch season three? <clears throat> yeah, I think so. With that being said, everybody, we are going to do an audio book version of it with voices and characters and the whole bit. It's going to take a little time, but we're going to get it done. And so that's going to be for all our supporters at any level. We have a $1 tier, $2 tier, and a $3 tier per month. All that money just goes to help us pay for like StreamYard and Podbean and some other things like that as well. If you want to reach out to us at show at two geeks dot my dot com two geeks mike excuse me dot com that's where you can mike does a pretty good job of monitoring that email and if you have any questions comments funny anecdotes suggestions of stories suggestions of anything that you would like us to cover um, those kind of things we would love to hear it and uh so also from the two geeks mike.com you can also get to our to geeksmikemerch.com. And so as Mike said, we've got save it for the podcast t-shirts and and other fun uh, t-shirts there as well. So if you want to check us out there um, as well, I could give you the long one. I think I still have it. See everybody, there's a, the long one, but we're, we're just going to get rid of that one now. So that's we're not going to talk about that one. <laughs> That's right. Just go to twogeeksmike.com to the thing. or to go to He just likes to give me a hard time. That's all. Right. Right. Something like that. All right. Well, that's the dealioso, everybody. Um, with that being said, Mike, do you have anything else you want to add? Just that if you've made it this far, please make sure and go and like and subscribe to us both on Facebook and on YouTube. Um Facebook, I try to put up a lot of memes and any uh, in, uh, information about the podcast, upcoming episodes, so on and so forth. Uh, give the bell a little tickle over there on YouTube, because when you do, it will let you know when we go live. Um, and speaking of live, we go live every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. You do the math because I don't like math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, with that said, oh, and go like us and follow us over on X. Uh, trying to build up that audience over there. I don't have X platforms working out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, we do, we stream over on X too. So if you'd like to watch us on X, you can watch us on X. Mm -hmm. You can watch us on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. Um, and we have what, four different spots on Facebook. You can watch us. Mine is right. Steven's personal pages, my action figure page, the, and the uh, two geeks page, and the two geeks page. page. So we have plenty of uh, avenues for you to watch us on. And then, of course, always, you know, you can listen to the podcast the old fashioned way. <laughs> Isn't that funny? The podcast is the old fashioned way. <laughs> right. All right. With that said, I don't have anything else. Do you, Steven? We're good. Angie? No. All right. Um, so with that said, uh, let me find my outro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a headache. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. 
Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 